Hello everyone, welcome to the Lighthouse Church Sermon Broadcast. The title of our message today is The Super in Your Natural. What do you think of when I say supernatural ministry? Many of us associate supernatural ministry with spectacular meetings. The atmosphere is charged with excitement and faith. The leader in the front is boldly declaring the expectation of miracles. Musicians are stirring our hearts with their skilled performances. People come forward for prayer. Miracles happen. Others may think of street ministry events where prayed up, pumped up, people are scanning the street or the shopping center for the right people to pray for. Or we think of that person who has such a remarkable gift, walking around looking for people to pray for. Now, regardless of the situation, many of us associate the supernatural with the spectacular, with the extraordinary. And we think of extraordinarily gifted people, the anointed ones, the Apostles, evangelists, miracle workers. But Jesus said that everyone who believes in him will do the kind of things that he did. Listen to his words, John chapter 14 and verse 12. I'll read all texts from the New International Version. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. Wow! Whoever believes in Jesus will do the works that he has been doing. We have all been called to supernatural ministry. Jesus says we will all do the kinds of things that he did. Now this can be a very intimidating thought for many of us. We may wonder how on earth could we ever do supernatural things? After all, we are such ordinary people. And we live such ordinary lives. We have no problem at all believing that God can do the extraordinary and the spectacular. We have no problem believing that God can use his gifted ones to do the extraordinary and the spectacular. But we do have a problem believing that he could do the extraordinary and the spectacular through us. And this is especially true if we think that supernatural ministry only happens during meetings and planned events. At those times, we look around us and what do we see? We see leaders leading, we see the prayers praying, the prophets prophesying, the experienced, confident ones doing the ministry. So we decide it would be Best to leave it to the experts. After all, 
They're doing a great job of what needs to be done. We're not needed. So we step back. And the result of this is that many of us simply don't expect to do extraordinary things. We're far too ordinary. But then we have to deal with these words of Jesus. And as I wrestle with that, I am encouraged as I look at the ministry of Jesus. There were some truly spectacular moments. Like when his appearance was transfigured, transformed, shining, radiant in glory. Or when he walked on water. But a lot of his ministry took place in very ordinary moments while doing very ordinary things. Today, we're going to look at three of those ordinary moments. Ordinary moments that completely transformed people's lives. And I trust that that will raise our faith to expect the supernatural work of God in our very natural and very ordinary lives. So let's begin moment number one. The moment a corrupt tax collector became a disciple. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 9. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, he told him. And Matthew got up and followed him. Let's pause for a moment and reflect on what happened there. Matthew was a tax collector. He was a corrupt official who was becoming wealthy at the expense of his people. This was a very ungodly man who could lie and cheat daily and successfully. The fact that he just walked away from this highly profitable enterprise just to follow Jesus was truly miraculous. And this scoundrel-turned-disciple went on to become an apostle for Jesus. Now let's look at the spectacular things that Jesus did. Firstly, he walked down a road. Then, he saw Matthew. Then, he walked up to Matthew and invited him to follow him. I don't think that's particularly spectacular. Most of us walk down roads and speak to people often, if not daily. This amazing miracle happened when Jesus was walking down a road, saw Matthew, and invited him to become his follower. Here's another ordinary moment that had a spectacular Result. Moment number two. The moment a sick mom was miraculously healed. Mark chapter 1 verses 29 to 34. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they immediately told Jesus about her. So he went to her, took her hand, and helped her up. The fever left her. And she began to wait on them. That evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door, 
And Jesus healed many who had various diseases. So these events began with one of those let's do lunch after church moments. Something very ordinary. Jesus and his disciples had attended the local synagogue meeting. And then they went for lunch at Simon and Andrew's home. Simon's mum-in-law was sick, so they told Jesus. Then the extraordinary happened. Jesus healed mum-in-law. The word got out. And next thing, the whole town showed up. And Jesus healed many people. Notice how natural and how ordinary those initial events were. Going to a meeting, going for lunch, telling Jesus that someone is sick. And notice the ordinary environment. These spectacular miracles didn't happen in the temple or the synagogue. They happened in and around a humble fisherman's home. Just one more. Number three. The moment an outcast became an evangelist. John chapter 4, I'll read verses 5 to 7, 28 and 29, and then 39 for the sake of time. So he came to a town in Samaria named Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? Jump to verse 28. Then, leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? Jumping to verse 39. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So here's another unspectacular moment that had truly spectacular results. Jesus was traveling. He was tired. He was thirsty. He sat by a well and waited for somebody to draw water to drink. When a woman arrived, he asked her for a drink. All of this is pretty unspectacular. But this simple request started a conversation. Why was this Jewish man asking a Samaritan woman for a drink when the two nations normally avoided one another? As the conversation progressed, the woman realized that she had met the Messiah. And she immediately became a passionate and very effective evangelist. A very ordinary day became spectacularly extraordinary. Now, in all three of these situations, we can see some common factors. These were all very ordinary situations. Different, but all very ordinary. Number two... Jesus was involved in all three ordinary situations. And number three, lives were miraculously and spectacularly transformed. The key factor here, friends, is not the situation. It is the presence of Jesus. 
These life-changing moments all happened in very ordinary places, a street, a home, a well. And they all happened while people were doing very ordinary things, walking down a road, having lunch with friends, getting something to drink. Now please hear me as I say these things. I am not speaking against organized meetings and outreaches. These are wonderful things. What I'm drawing our attention to is that lives were transformed in truly ordinary situations as well. That means that God can take our ordinary moments and make them extraordinary. Our natural activities can lead to supernatural activities. So, as we walk down the road, as we go to work, as we shop, as we speak to people, as we eat or drink with others, we should know that God could do something truly remarkable at any moment. I sincerely believe that we will experience far more of the supernatural working of God when we change our thinking about our ordinariness. We can experience miracles in our normal day-to-day lives. God can turn our ordinary moments into extraordinary moments. So let's change our thinking about this. Here are three changes that I believe will help us. Number one, know that God is always at work. He's not waiting for what we think are the right places and times. John chapter 5 verses 16 and 17. Because Jesus was doing these things on the Sabbath, the Jewish leaders began to persecute him. In his defense, Jesus said to them, My father is always at his work to this very day, and I too am working. Those Jewish leaders felt that Jesus' ministry should be restricted to appropriate times. But Jesus would have none of that. Friends, let's not try to tell Jesus when and where he can and can't do miracles. He's always at work. So number one, God is always at work. Number two, always be on the lookout for ministry moments. Colossians chapter 4 verses 5 and 6. Be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Friends, ordinary life is full of opportunities to talk to people. Like the person in the queue with us, the person serving at the counter, the person we sit next to on the bus, on the taxi. I confess that I often don't think much about these conversations. But I'm learning that these can be ministry moments. They seem so ordinary, so by the way, so insignificant. But they can be ministry moments. And Peter tells us to make the most of every opportunity. 
as we talk to somebody, we may simply sow a seed. Just by being full of grace or by our positive attitude. Or we may have a chance to answer one question that will help that person come to faith in Jesus. Or we may get the chance to offer to pray for that person. And God will do a miracle in response to that. So, number two, let's always be on the lookout for ministry moments. And lastly, number three, surrender your ordinary life to Jesus, asking him to work through it. Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. I'm going to read this verse from the message paraphrase. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life. Your sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life. And place it before God as an offering. Surrender your ordinary life to Jesus and ask him to work in it. I love hearing from a friend whose regular prayer is something like this. Lord, please use me as I go out today. As she goes out, she takes the time to chat with people. She listens. She offers to help. And especially she offers to pray. And God often does miracles in response. Friends, let's think differently about our everyday living. There are opportunities waiting for us. If we will take those opportunities, we can expect to see God putting the extra into our ordinary, the super into our natural. We can expect to experience the supernatural, to more and more live lives that are, are full of supernatural events. Our oh Lord, may this be our testimony more and more often. Amen.